Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And, and usually we, you don't say welcome. And say we up. are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. How dare you interrupt my intro, <laughs> even though it is new. Um, yeah, I'm taking the advice of our friend Skip, who said he doesn't like it when people say what's up because they don't get to respond. So uh-huh. I'm trying out something different. We'll see if it sticks. Who knows? Maybe it'll be different next week. But well, it's Skippy's idea, so it was probably a bad one. But welcome, everybody, to another episode of our video games podcasts and joe we are living in a winter wonderland are you excited about all the snow no it kills me inside i know like i get it it's beautiful like i get it but it sucks yes (laughs) it's just when i have to wake up at six o'clock in the goddamn morning to shovel snow i know it's awful and like it's not even snowing just here either it's like snowing all over the country like down south is getting snow it's wreaking havoc on everyone's lives Mm. Uh, but people who have never seen snow in their life are like what the hell is this shit yeah we're living in a literal winter wonderland that everybody's a fan of except for us because we're curmudgeons who don't like things that are pretty i mean we've been dealing with it our whole lives i know it's not even like it wasn't even that bad of a snowstorm either. It's just like it's just annoying. Yeah. Like, well, it's also it's a precursor for more to come. I know. The first snowfall is always like, damn it, that's right, snow exists. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I hate water that's cold yeah. and gets everywhere. But this it's isn't awful. a weather podcast. It's not. No, that one's coming soon. I bet it, it, we're guaranteed to be right twice a day on that <laughs> one too, uh, which is better than most weathermen. Bam. Zing at the weather, people. Got them. Now, this is our video game podcast where we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about because for some reason, this part of December, everyone just feels like throwing all their stuff out there. You got to get all your stuff out before 2018. You Getting gotta, ready you gotta for let them all know what's coming next year. Got to let them know. Getting ready for the new year, just coming up in just a couple of weeks. This is like the, the winter E3 uh, where, you know, we had the Game Awards on Thursday. PSX was this weekend. So all kinds of news and trailers and and all kinds of stuff, which we will get to in mostly full. I'm sure we'll miss some things here and there just by the sheer amount of things that got talked about. Uh, but we'll first start off with what we always start off with, uh, which is what we played this week. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, this week, I finally finished Assassin's Creed Origins. And? It's been six weeks, I think, since I've been playing this game. So it put a lot of time into this yeah, game. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like that was the only thing you were playing for six weeks either. Like, yeah, you were I also like mismatch other stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, that was a game I was giving the like majority of my attention to. Yep. There was you know a while where I played Mario, you know, powered through that. But, yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origin. Uh, really liked Assassin's Creed Origin. Right up until about the ending of the game. Oh, that's a bummer. Especially since you put so much time into it. If the ending is bad, then yeah, it kind of really soured me on the the, the game. Um, it's, it's been out for six weeks, so I'm gonna get a little spoilerish on this as I talk about it. But if Assassin's Creed is on your <clears throat> Christmas list and you haven't played it yet, just uh, do earmuffs for I don't know a couple minutes. Yeah. Um. So. My main gripe about Assassin's Creed Origins in the end, like I said, I really enjoyed the game up to this point. Uh, you know, playing through, do I, you know, went and I tried to do pretty much everything I could before the end of the game. Yep. Uh, you know, found every all the hidden stuff, completed all the little side missions, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, so I'm like, okay, everything is done. What are you doing? I'm doing earmuffs. I haven't oh. played the game. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, gotcha. I know. I don't care. Uh, you know me in Assassin's Creed games. I would have given up already. Yeah. Um, so I, I do everything. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I put so much time into this. I like, found everything. Time to go and finally do like the last mission. Yes. I've, I've got all the like best weapons in the game, all the best armor. I've unlocked all the abilities. You're the best I, assassin I, you can be. He's, he's, I'm fully decked out. I have like everything coded and done exactly the same, like the way I like it. Yep. Here's the problem when you finish the game. 
you don't play the main character. What? Yes. When you go to do the final mission of the game, it switches over, and all of a sudden now you're playing as the guy's wife, and you beat the game as her in the end. Wait, do you die? Like, does your no. guy... What? Why? At the end of the game, there's a part where like you and your wife meet, and you're like, okay, we need to split up and go like our own separate ways and do something, because there's two guys that need to be assassinated. And you're, the, uh, Bayek, the guy you play, is like, I'm going to go kill this guy. And you go and you do the part where you play Bayek and go kill this guy. And then it cuts to playing as the wife to go kill the other guy. Ooh, and that's the last thing And that's thing the you do. last thing in the game is playing as the wife to kill the final boss. So why and, isn't it the other way around? Like, why don't you kill the random dude as the wife and then the main boss is the guy you've been playing as for however many odd hours you've been playing? I don't fucking know. Wow. It didn't give me the option, but so it switches over. You play as a wife. Uh, she has none of the abilities that you unlocked. Yeah, all the fun things that you can now do. None of the gear, none of the weapons. You don't get to choose what weapon she has. Ugh. You don't get to like customize her in any way, shape, or form. It's just you have to sit there and like fight the last guy as her. And like, like I said, you don't get to choose her weapons. Like I've I've customized Bayek. Yeah. Down to the T perfectly to my fighting style, like yeah. the way I like it. Yep. Like my favorite sword type or weapon type was the the one-handed sword. Yeah. My least favorite was the two-handed the the, the, the dual swords. And I guess, let me guess. what weapon is yeah. the the wife uses? Yeah. The let dual me, sword. Let me guess. My uh I like the uh the charged bow and the, the hunter bow. Yeah. She doesn't have those bows. Uh, why? Uh, why? I, I, I have no fucking idea. Did you look know. it up at all, like to see if do other people have this gripe? Like I, I haven't I mean, looked I didn't too much into the looking, game. but like that's just how it ended. Like weird. It, it would be like if you were playing Mario Odyssey and you played through the whole game, you're going through it, and you're like, all right, I would, uh, I've found every star. Now time to go beat Bowser. And they're like, okay, Toad, go. And then like yeah. he can't jump nearly as high. And he has doesn't have Cappy and stuff. And all of a sudden, you just have to play this like you know gimp character that's. Not fucking Mario, the guy that you've been playing this whole goddamn time as. Wow. Yeah. That's very surprising. Yeah. I was like, I, you know, I'm playing it and I'm fighting this and I'm like fighting the guy. I'm like, there's got to be more, right? Like, yeah, this isn't this isn't it, is it? Like, I'm not done, right? Like, there's got to be at least one more. Yeah. This, this can't be where it ends. And then like, nope, beat it. Credits roll. And I'm just sitting there like looking at going like. What the fuck just happened? And there was no way in which you could have chosen to do the wife stuff first. No, just just did automatically. You 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 beat the boss. Like you you know, it didn't give me any kind of choice. That's that's crazy. That you would think that that was bad. I mean, Joe, women can beat games too. Okay, <laughs> like women can beat the final boss. Hey. Joe, it's twenty seventeen. Hey, no, I mean, I played through. Uh, what was the uh, you Assassin's can't? Why well, you can't even remember? Yeah, I can't. What Liberation. Liberation. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the the last one. Oh, yeah, Syndicate. You could switch between the male and the female character. Yeah, who ended that I game? always played as the male character, though. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you did. Unbelievable, hey, he was Joe. cool. He had brass knuckles. He was a boxer. Listen, it's not all about cool, Joe. Sometimes it's about practicality. Mm, yes. It's 2017. Come but uh, either way, no, I, I wouldn't, I mean, even, even if I could have like chose the weapons or anything. Do you play like as her that. at any other point in the game? There are points where you play as her as other parts okay. of the game, but uh, they're not the regular parts yeah, like when it's you a play side as, mission. No, it's it's like they switches over and you play as her, and they're naval battle parts. Oh, so they're okay. like boat battles, right? Yeah. Like straight out of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, where yeah. you're like controlling a boat and like having you know naval fights. So she's your and boat she's character. the captain of the boat. Okay, and then there was one other part towards the end where you played as her for a little while, and like 
I was just kind of like, oh, this just is a little like side mission kind of thing. Okay, yeah. cool. But nope, straight up end of the game, you play as her. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and also another gripe I had with the ending of the game is uh, the whole thing was supposed to be this is the build up to the like start of the assassins. Like, yeah, this, this, this the, is the origin. This is the origins. Yeah. That really does not factor into the game at all. No, it will in the DLC coming later next year. Yeah, I'm know. sure. I'm sure that's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. But uh, like the the whole thing about like building up to creating the syndicate, of, like the assassin syndicate. Yeah, happens like in the final cutscene. Well, I mean, yeah, that is weird. The, like I, you know, the, the whole, whole story should be about that. Yeah, I like. I, I guess. Could, well, like there's like one little part where like just before the ending. Um, where you go, it's where you go to like talk to your wife before the end and it, you go and see her and she's there and she has like a bunch of the other side characters that you met throughout the game yeah. and like, they're all waiting around to like get their final orders from you. Yep. And there's like a part where by kind of like, you know, like we, you know, we really need to learn how to like work together to like properly, you know, you know, guide the world in like the right way, kind of thing like that. Yeah, where you like you kind of get that like, oh, he's talking about creating the Assassin Syndicate, but yeah. then he's just like, all right, well, bye, and then like yeah. let's go, and then you do all the stuff, and you had the final thing, and then like the last cutscene is Bayek going like, you know, giving a little speech about like, you know, the, the same kind of thing. He's like, we need to be in the shadows, like making sure that you know the. The evil doesn't control this world, and then like yeah. shows like a cutscene of like him, and then like a bunch of other assassins now running behind him, like jumping through the rooftops. Yeah, you know, oh, like, like, the, like like the opening to every Ninja Turtles. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, you're flipping through the shadows and stuff. Does it show you the scene where he sits down at his computer and he, or his uh, scroll and his papyrus and goes, "I need to write a manifesto. I call this my Assassin's Creed." <laughs> no, no. But yeah, so even then, like there was no build up to the actual yeah origins of the assassins. Well, that that'll all be an Assassin's Creed you know origins that, too. That, well, now that you say the DLC thing, I'm like, oh god damn it, that's gonna be what it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna be or oh. it's gonna be it's gonna be called Assassin's Creed Origins, Origin of the Assassin, <laughs> like DLC or something like that. Oh, origins of the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, Assassin's Creed Origins, Origins, origins of, of the Assassin's, the Assassin's Creed. Creed. Uh, that'll be the DLC pack coming sometime in 2018. <sighs> you know. It, you say that as a joke, but it's totally what's going to happen. I know. Sometimes the things we joke about come true, and that's terrible. Yeah. So, like, I really like the game, but... Yeah, it's a shame that it ends the, that the way. The ending was just so bad. Yeah, that's a bummer. Like, it does, you know, after you beat it, it goes, you know... Now you can, like, go and free roam the world kind of thing. But you're done. You already did everything. But, yeah, I already did everything. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot jerks yeah so yeah i was really soured me on the game oh that's a a shame because i really enjoyed it and like it is fun and i had a lot of blasts obviously i i don't even know how many hours i put into the game but i played it for fucking six weeks pretty much straight so i can't complain too much but you know but it's one of those sometimes when the ending sucks it just fucking ruins the whole thing and we've talked about that i don't know if it's about other games or like movies and stuff where it's like Oh, I liked it for the first 90 minutes and that last 20 just, boy, oh boy, was that a pile of shit. Yeah. So, no, I totally get you. And sometimes the ending can just completely sour you on the whole experience. But, I mean, I, it just doesn't make any sense why you would do it that way. I don't know. Like, I, why I, not have the final boss be beaten by the guy you've been playing as the whole game? I, I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Especially when you just, like, you could just flip them. You could just have you the woman easily go have kill the other person. It. And then yeah. you have Bayek kill the main bad guy. Like, it. And it, and it's funny because like 
It's exactly what it was too. Like Bayek kills the main bad guy. Oh, he wait. So Bayek kills the main bad guy he, before he kills like the yeah like the the villain, and then the wife, and then it goes to the wife killing his bodyguard. What? Yes. That makes even so like less you sense kill though. the you kill the guy with like the magical MacGuffin who has the thing where you have to like do the fight with yep. him where he's got the magical item and he's doing yep. all this stuff. And Kills like, the MacGuffin. I'm going to destroy the world. Yep. And then you kill him, and then it like switches over to playing as the wife going to kill his like big bodyguard guy, dude. I'm wondering if you just missed something because that, that it didn't give me any options of any kind. That's what like I'm, I no, I believe you, but I'm just saying like there has to be a thing where like. You were supposed to. You had the option of pressing left or right, and you pressed left, but you didn't realize you pressed left, and that made it play backwards or something. Like I don't, it, or it's just because in my of, mind it doesn't make any sense. It it didn't make any sense while I was playing it. Yeah, it, it just had me staring at my fucking TV screen, going like, "What? What the is happening fuck? right now?" That's so. That's so. I kept up. waiting for something else to happen. Yeah, you know? but it didn't. Did you play anything else that didn't infuriate you uh, this week? No, <laughs> I guess because I played weird... something that infuriated. Me. Okay, what was it? Uh, have you? Did you ever hear of spin tires? The spin doctors? No. The two princes? Yes. Little little miss little miss little miss camping round. Uh, what you gonna do? No, I haven't uh, heard of that thing that you did say. I've heard of the spin doctors though. Uh, I'm trying to think. What was the other song? No, it was uh, it was two princes and little miss can't be wrong. No, and then they had the uh, Jimmy Olsen's blues. I don't know that one. The Oh well, whatever. Uh, so I, I, I got a game called um, Keep It Moving. Yes, I, I got a game called um, uh, Mud Runners. Okay, uh, and it is a sequel to a game called Spin Tires. Spin Tires was a, I think it was a Kickstarted game that came out on like Steam. Okay, uh, and then they put out a sequel on the Xbox. Uh, the what the game is is it's you're driving a truck through mud. Okay, sounds sounds self explanatory. Yes, not uh, good. No, like it's. It's weird. It's it's a very like physics based game. Okay. Um. The the whole thing is like it has super realistic mud physics and like water physics and stuff. Yeah. And the point of the game is like you're just in like I don't know like Eastern European like middle of nowhere in the like in the woods driving a truck and it's the kind of thing where it's like okay you got to take this load of uh you know wood like lumber and drive it from point A to point B. Yeah. But like point A to point B is like through you know seriously muddy and like yeah. terrify like terrible yeah. terrain you mud road get, truckers yeah it's pretty much that yeah and the game is just that like you're just driving the truck and you gotta like drive it through the mud but the mud is like really thick and it's so I, realistic it's, it it's so weird because I liked it so much yeah I mean like I mean it's it's known for being a good game. But it's it's really hard to explain why it's good. Like the 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 good comes from the frustration of it. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, it's just one of the things where you're like, imagine you're playing the scene from Jurassic Park where you're Nedry trying to get the uh, the truck like yeah, yeah, out yeah. of the out of the like out of stuck out of the mud. Yeah, it's that the game. Like, oh, okay. You can like you can like tie it's a, a good winch. part. Everybody likes that part of the yeah. Movie. It's just you're not worried about getting eaten by a Dilophosaurus. Yeah. They should come out with a Nedry expansion for Mud Tires the game. It would be great. You yeah. just have to like dodge the you know the dinosaur spin acid at you while you're doing it. You know it. Yeah, but like yeah, I mean you have to like you know tie a winch to a tree and like have the winch pull you as you're trying to like get out of the mud. Yeah, and it's it's a very very frustrating game. Sometimes like for really dumb reasons. Like at one point, all I had to do was back the truck up, 
and it was the hardest thing to actually get it to like line up properly when I started to like back up and then the tire like the 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 the, the, the like the little thing uh fuck the trailer attached to the back of it kept oh, like spinning off to the side yeah. and I'm like no god damn it and, like pulling forward trying to back up again and this time it would like swing to the left and like you know hit into a building I'd be like ah oh, god damn it pull forward I just kept yeah. doing that for like 20 minutes just trying to get it to line up properly as I parked the the trailer in the right spot yeah and you know, it's it's just it's just like I said, like the the fun comes from the frustration of it. Yeah. You know, you're just constantly like screaming at the truck, going like, "God damn it, do what I'm trying to tell Why? you to do." Why can't you just back up properly? Yeah. And like the graphics are like super realistic too, which That's is cool. weird. But uh, yeah, it, I just had a blast playing it. I don't. Uh, it, it's hard to explain. Like it has so many weird designs to it. You, you have to do every little thing. Like you know, you have to make sure to you know, sh- actually hit the shifter and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it, it actually has like, you have to like press down then right, then over, then down and, uh, hitting all the, like the different little notches in it. And every little thing you have to, you know, you have to make sure you switch in between like fourth gear and you have to turn the, like the mud, you know, whatever the mud going mode, I forget what it is. It has like a different mode uh, for specifically when you're driving through the mud. Do they have customizable mud flaps? Uh, you think that would be a thing, wouldn't you? Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of different trucks too. Like there was one mission where I had to get, uh, a repair truck. I had to get a truck to a certain point, but the truck was broken or no, the truck needed gas. So I needed to get the gas truck to get to the truck to fill up the gas truck, but the gas truck was broken down. So I had to get the repair repair truck truck to the gas truck to repair the gas truck, to drive the gas truck to the gas station, to fill it up, to drive back, to put the gas into the truck, to drive the truck across the bridge. You said truck a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, so there's this game involves trucks is yeah, what I'm is. getting There's lots you. and lots of trucks. Sometimes you drive a Jeep. What? That's not a truck. No, it's not. Unbelievable. Um, and like it has all, you know, it has a whole bunch of different kinds of trucks that you can drive. Sometimes you like driving like this huge thing that just cruises through the mud. You're like, hey, fuck you, mud. You're nothing yeah, to me. Take that mud. Other times you're like trying to ford a river and a truck just basically going like, please, God, yeah. don't tip over. Don't tip over. Don't tip over. Yeah. Well, that sounds frustratingly fun. Yeah. And like the uh, the camera is very weird because it's basically like it's uh, the camera is never fix in any position. Yeah. It's it's like there's a jib arm sticking off the top of your truck and you can like spin a full 360, you know, degree around it. And so you're constantly a- fighting with like the the camera going like no god damn it like get in the right position so I can see where the hell I'm going. But you know, it, I I just it's it's fun. I don't know why. It's hard to explain. Like it's not the whole I mean, time I'm playing. I'm going like, why am I enjoying this so much? Because it's challenging. Yeah. I'm like that. I mean, it sounds cool. Yeah. I'm not opposed to to the sound of that game. Yeah. Nice. But uh, that's all. Well, uh, one last thing is I bought an Xbox One X. You did. Yeah. I, you, I finally you pulled the came. trigger. I was just standing in Walmart looking at the box, and I just went like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to buy this. I've already spent a ton of money on Christmas gifts, so I might as well buy this as well for myself. Again, this, that this seems like the wrong Christmas direction. I, I spent so much money on gifts, I'm going to spend more money on things I don't hey, need. sometimes you got to buy something for yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, so I, I bought that, and I can't, How's it look? I can't tell the difference. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure it's there. Admittedly, I bought it. Uh, I bought you had it. an S before, right? Yes, I had an S. Which already did HDR, right? Uh, yes. Okay. It could play 4K Blu-rays, but it didn't play the games yeah, in 4K. Yeah. Um, 
I, I bought it on Friday. I set it all up, went to bed, didn't really get a chance to play it too much. And then on Saturday, I was very, very sick. Yeah. So I just like, it, it might've been that I wasn't feeling well. And I'm like, just kind of like looking at it going like, eh, this looks no different. Yeah. You had like snot in your eyes or. Yeah. I, I didn't have my contacts in. I was just wearing oh. my glasses. So it, it might've just been that like. You weren't looking at it with your best face. Yeah. Is what I'm, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. It sounds so like I, user error. It could be that too. <laughs> Um, and so I didn't really give it like a good enough, yeah, you know, a good enough look to determine it. You know, maybe I'll come back next week and be like, no, I, yeah, I can totally see it because I did watch a lot of videos of people like doing the whole comparison thing and like saying like, this is what this one looks like. This one with this one. Yeah. And there was a noticeable difference when you did it like that. Yeah. But if it's something where, unless you're comparing it one to the other, you're not going to hard to tell. Like, you, you can't really tell what games with 4k patches did you try? Um, I tried the Surge, which wasn't a very good looking game to begin yeah. with. So did Assassin's was, Creed have a 4K patch? Uh, it did, but I didn't play Assassin's Creed, so uh, I need to give that a try. I had already beaten Assassin's Creed at that point. Right, come I want to play. Week. Yeah, I want to play uh, like World War Two, yeah. like Call of Duty World War Two. Oh, see yeah, what that yeah. looks like because that has a 4K patch. Yeah, so I'll invite you back on the show next week, and you can tell me all about it. Yeah, <laughs> you you can come back. It's fine. Okay, um, and you'll let us know what you thought of it. Well, there you go, Xbox One X. What'd you play? Uh, nothing new. I've been going through in anticipation of our you know game of the year discussion that we're going to be having in a couple of weeks. Um, I've been going through and finishing up some games that I like had either started or didn't get a chance to start. Um, and I had started playing uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, so I went through and I beat that, uh, and that was great. I like. I think I said it when I started playing when it when I first got it a couple months ago that it's more Uncharted. If you like Uncharted, it's more and it's more of that. Um, but the story was cool. I really enjoyed it, um, and I just had a lot of fun. It was just it plays. It's like more Uncharted Four, which I thought was a fantastic game. So it's more of that. Now, like, how are the uh, one of the big things is uh, in, in Uncharted games are the, like the set pieces. Does it have huge crazy action scenes like the other one? Yeah, is- there's a couple. Like, there's a you're on a train, and so like you have to like. You have to climb on the side of it and climb on the top and you're battling on the top and you have to like jump off and land on a Jeep and take the Jeep over and then jump off the Jeep back onto the train. So like there's a bunch of stuff like that. Um, so that was a lot of fun. There was a mission where you have to like take down a helicopter with but you have to find the RPGs in the level to do it while there's also like waves of reinforcements coming at you to try to kill you. So you have to mix in stealth and shooting and stuff like that. So yeah, there's a lot of those like set pieces and things Uh, probably not to the extent as regular, the, you know, main uncharted series games, but enough where I was completely entertained uh, and wanted to keep playing it. I, you know, I beat it in like a, a few hours just like because I was just powering through like I wasn't looking for the collectibles or anything like that because I don't know they don't really do anything in the game um, eventually I'll probably go back and try to do the collectible stuff just for more trophies and things like that but yeah I had a blast with it I thought it was a lot of fun yeah that was something I kept meaning to buy uh, during all the Black Friday sales yeah I like just kept forgetting to buy it it was only like 20 bucks I'm sure it'll be a thing where after Christmas I'm sure it's gonna be down to 10 bucks before too long all these uncharted games drop down in prices really yeah. really fast um, but I'm, yeah, I'm sure you'll see it for 20 bucks after like an after Christmas sale kind of thing. I'm sure somebody will have it, so you can definitely pick it up then. Uh, I play more battlefront, so still on that. Haven't fallen off. They've been tweaking the system. Like, so now you get way more credits in the game than you did. Even I think last week when I said that they had upped how many credits you get, like you get even more now to make it easier to unlock all of the extra characters and all the extra things you can do and to buy more loot crates and stuff like that. So 
you know, the, the easier they make it to buy loot crates with in-game credit, the better the loot crate system is. It's still a shitty system to lock all those like star cards and stuff away in loot crates. But I guess if they're giving you, you know, a ton of credits each match you play, then all right, it's fine. I just, it's still random and it still sucks, but at least I have the opportunity to buy more than I did before. Um, also, Last Jedi content is coming out this week. Uh, I'm not going to play any of the Last Jedi stuff until I see the movie because even if it's... What's the new stuff they're adding? Um, new Finn, maps or... Finn and Phasma are coming. Uh, there's a new map where you play on that like crate level where it's the one from the trailer where like the ship lands and the red dust comes up. Um from the the last Jedi trailer, you're looking at me like you don't do. No, I didn't pay attention to that close. To Fair enough. Notice the red dust. It was like a ship like skims along the ground, and it's like you see red like dirt flying up. Everywhere. It's like one I of the big things in the trailer. Either way, um, it's that level, and it's some other stuff too. So that's like the first wave of Last Jedi, like the free content they're coming out with. Um, but even though it probably won't be spoilery or anything of that nature, I still don't. I still don't want to see it until they see the movie. But the movie comes out on Thursday, so I'm not at all like, oh my God, I got to wait forever to play this new stuff. So I probably won't even be playing the game on the off chance I get those maps until after Thursday. So I'll take a break from it between now and then. Um, and then I just played some more Fortnite. I didn't uh, I didn't get a chance to try out the new mode, which I guess we'll just jump into. Uh, that got announced at the Game Awards because that's available now. It's the Team Battle 50 versus 50. I didn't get a chance to play that yet because when I went to finally play it, you know, I like, couldn't sign in. Like The server was down for the afternoon or whatever when I tried to play it yesterday. So um, Didn't get a chance to play that, but I had played it earlier in the week. I'm still having fun with it. I really like that game. I think it's a lot Did of fun. Did you uh, ever get to level or number one? Have you won? I have not. I came in second, which I don't know if I came in second the last time that I talked about it. No, last time I think like it was like 15. 15. Yeah, no, I came in second. And it was one of those things where like, uh, I know I talked about like camping and stuff in that one. In the one I came in second, like I got to a point where I had killed a couple people and then where I was on the map ended up being where it pinched down to. So I was like, I don't have to move. I'm not going to. And so I just, there was a, a big semi truck and I just got in the back of the semi truck and just sat there with like a sniper rifle and a shotgun. Just so waiting for anybody to come by. Anybody that walked by, I was going to snipe them. Anybody that came into the truck, I was going to shotgun them. Like I was prepared and ready to go and I didn't see a lot of people. And then the map and then just kept. And all of a sudden a grenade comes flying in. No, the map just kept pinching down and I kept being in the center of it. Jeez. And then the second to last, like shrinking of the map, I was on like the very edge to the point where I watched where the line was and I was like, am I technically inside of that or do I have to move? <laughs> so like I ended up getting it to where I was, it was right the outside of the truck was where the world ended. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit here for a second. And then I saw where it was going to get even smaller and it was like right next to me. So that's when I got out of the truck. And at that point there was three people left. And what really screwed me is I'm not good at the building. And I think we talked about this where like neither of us really are. Yeah, I don't even know how to do it. Do a lot of building. So the two people that were left all of a sudden started building these giant towers and like going up into the tower because you want the height advantage because it's way easier. So these two guys build up their tower and start shooting at each other. And I'm just on the ground looking up like, huh. I mean, I'm just going to sit here and let you guys try to kill each other. And hopefully you each shoot each other and each bullet <laughs> hits you and time. you both die and I win. Um, but it ended up being that one guy killed the other guy and he was up in his tower. 
and I'm like, started raining bullets down on top of you. He didn't see me at first. Oh, uh, and so I tried to break into the tower to see if I can climb, but like the way that he built it made it so that way I couldn't follow suit because I was like, oh, I try to go up in his tower and sneak up behind him and kill him. Like, well, how great will that be? Um, and so then all of a sudden, like when I tried to go to the other guy's tower to see if I can climb that one, he saw me and then just started raining down bullets and I was uh, done. Uh, but second place was still cool. I still thought it was yeah, fun. Yeah, second place is highest I've gotten so far. Haven't won yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't expect to necessarily win in the first week or whatever that I've been playing it. So I don't know. I'll take second. I got no problem with that. But yeah, that was pretty much all I played this week. So uh, we will jump from what we played to our big news things of the week, which, as I stated earlier, was the Game Awards and the PlayStation Experience Conference, both of which took place at the tail end of last week. Uh, We'll start with the Game Awards just because that had way more announcements and trailers and stuff. Very few actual awards uh, were seen during the Game Awards. And full disclosure, I did not watch the show. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, because like I came home Thursday just like late. So I was I like I put it on towards the end just to see, like watch it in time because I knew I probably wouldn't watch every single trailer that like came out like you know during the show the next day because I would skip some but I was like oh, I'll watch what's left of it and see like see who wins game of the year um, and all that but I didn't I didn't feel the need to watch it yeah me neither I I I just said like I can watch you know all the trailers afterwards yeah but like, like they didn't even they're always so cringy award yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, award shows in general, like, I'll watch, like, the Oscars, but just because I'm such a big movie person, like, I don't watch the Emmys or the Golden Globes ever, um, you know, obviously can't miss the Tonys, everyone, who doesn't love the Tonys? Uh, but, I mean, the, even those are a tad bit different because they're professional, like, video game award shows, it just feels like a very much, like, hello fellow kids yeah they're like oh we're trying really hard to be cool and it's just so cringy and you're like yeah i don't need this it's it's awkward yeah but like they didn't even give out the awards on the show like the show was mostly the trailers and announcements yeah it's just a giant commercial and then the the awards were given out earlier except for like i don't know five or six of them they saved like the i think it was the nine biggest awards and gave those out on the show yeah and in the end it was like nine awards given out and like 31 trailers shown yeah and it was three hours and they gave and it was nine three hours so yeah it was just it was just a, a giant ad which i mean at that point just do like a press conference just do e3 yeah like I, i'd much rather watch e3 than the award show because i feel like i'm being sold to at that point even though everything is selling to me yeah i mean e3 is like, selling to you as well yeah but. but the fact that they're trying to like shoehorn in this like it's it's an award show we're being serious and giving out awards you're like yeah stop pandering to me yeah yeah i mean just show me the commercials that's all i want um i don't i don't care what like uh, these random people you pull like random celebrities that you like pull out of nowhere yeah well from what i saw a lot of the people that were presenting were at least like developers or game directors like you know ed boon gave out an award and things like that so at least they're like industry people and it's not like and here's the rock to present you know best performance in a video game so at least that's better but no i i totally get what you're saying and that's why i wasn't like when something came up thursday that i i like had to do i was like all right well this will at least be fun and it's not a big deal that i missed the game awards it's it's whatever Um, so yeah, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the one big award, which was game of the year went to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which however you put that in your personal like list of things that you may or may not have played this year, it's hard to argue that that's not 
a valuable like winner of game of the year. Like even if it's not your particular game of the year. And like I said, we'll discuss ours in detail uh, in the coming weeks. Um, but it's still like deserving of now, that honor. The only thing that I can think of that made me a little skeptical about that one. And you're right. Like breath of the wild definitely deserves to be, it's a fantastic. Yeah. Game. It deserves to at least be nominated if not getting yeah. game of the year. The only thing that made me think like, eh, is the fact that, they also announced the new DLC that dropped that night. Yeah. And you're kind of like, ah, come on. Like, it, you're telling me that I'm not supposed to see some sort of correlation between those two things. It's true. They did give them the platform to announce the uh, the Champions Ballad DLC, which came out that day. Um, so, yeah, I get that. Um, I mean, the nominees, it was... But by that same token, the, nom- the nominees for Game of the Year were Zelda... Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which did also debut new information on the show, uh, Persona Five, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Super Mario Odyssey. Um, so, I mean, at least one other one announced something during that show. But yeah, no, I can see the the weirdness of like, oh, look, the person who announced a new thing also got to be the winner of the overall championship. Yeah. Um, but that's that one's also voted on by fans too. So I could definitely see a lot of fans throwing their weight behind well, Zelda. Mean, you, you don't know. Yeah, we don't actually know. That's what but, they say. Yeah, but so you don't actually know. But at the same time, I could I can understand it winning. I have yeah. no gripe with it winning. No, I mean everything on that list was. Uh, I mean, I don't really. I didn't pay too much attention to Horizon Zero Dawn, but everything else on that list, I I could understand that winning game of the year. Not PUBG. I'm sorry. If your game's in early yeah, access, yeah. you can't be game uh, yeah. of the year. You have one map, and like, yes, the game is fun, and yes, it's doing this thing to bring about this new battle royale genre, and it's the like, it's, it's the leader like the of biggest that selling thing ever right yeah, now. It I, it sold a lot of copies, but it's still early access, and there's one map. Like, no matter how much fun it is, it can't be game of the year if it has one map. Like, no, it yeah, just, I totally agree with that. Um, so I don't think that I think that deserved to be nominated for other things. Probably, but not not game of the year. That's the only one on that list that I disagreed with. So I'm glad it didn't win. But no, Zelda, I think regardless of where you, like I said, regardless of where you put that in your personal list of games from 2017, it'd be hard to argue that that didn't, that it didn't deserve to be up there as one of the five best games of the year. Um, So I don't have any problem with it winning, even if it's not my uh, game of the year necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but like Joe said, the Game Awards is not about the awards, which is weird to say uh, out loud, but it's about the trailers and the announcements. And boy, howdy, was there a lot of them. Uh, some of them were better than others. Uh, but let's, I mean, we'll just, we'll run through them all and we'll kind of give reactions on what we thought were the best ones and stuff like that. Obviously, we already mentioned the Champions Ballad DLC uh, for Zelda, which came out right then and there. Uh, Thursday night, it lets you play. It's the story DLC from the uh, season pass, which you need to have the season pass in order to play this. So if you already, I didn't pers- know that you can't buy it if you didn't have the season pass. No, I think it was. I think they were only selling the season pass like to get the DLC. You can't buy it individually. Well, okay, weird. Yeah. I mean, the season pass is only twenty bucks. So yeah, like- I mean, it's it's a good deal, but sometimes like I mean, usually it's. You know, here's five things. Yeah. You know, you can either buy in piecemeal and choose which ones you want or buy the season pass. I think it's, it's, I, I feel like I remember when they announced the season pass, like this is the only way you can get the DLC. Um, so it was all the stuff that came out earlier this year, back in what, like May or June, I think is when that stuff came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the Champions Ballad now. So that got announced. Uh, Joe, what else got announced at the uh, the game awards? Uh, like you said, a, a whole bunch of stuff. 
Um, do you have it? If not, I have a list right here. Yeah, I don't think I actually have the list of everything that was really released. All right, so we got a new trailer for Death Stranding. So let's uh, yeah, let's just pause right here. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't. I don't I, care. I don't either. I get like, okay, so the Death Stranding trailer was eight minutes, number one. Eight minutes. It's entirely too long for a trailer. At this point, it was a short story. Like, it was a short film. It's just more weirdness, more, like, graphically looks fantastic. Not taking anything away from it. But it gives me no indication of what kind of game it is. Any semblance of the story whatsoever, which is fine because like trailers don't need to spell out the story, but at least I need to know, is it a shooter? Is it a puzzle game? Is it a point and click? Is it a telltale? Is it a like, what kind of game is it? And they haven't given me any indication of what, so I can't, I can't get into a space where I'm excited for this game because I don't even know at this point. I don't even know if it is a game. It could just be a movie that he's working on. I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's very Kojima-esque. Yeah. Um, For, for me, uh, I just I watched it and I just kind of went like I feel like I'm being insulted in some way I, and I don't exactly know how I like it, it's either Kojima is saying I can just throw in a whole bunch of stuff and people will buy it because my name is on it yeah that's the vibe I got I can just throw in a bunch of stuff and I'm a genius and you're an idiot for not understanding it okay or like I'm just insane and I'm throwing a bunch of stuff in yeah, just to do it because I like it. Yeah, like I like this feels like this is a game for Hideo Kojima and Hideo Kojima only. Yeah, because I watched it just going like, "What the fuck is this? What did, like the other ones were weird, but this one was just straight up insane." Yeah, like I and I saw all the reactions and stuff on Twitter, and everyone is like, "My God, it's phenomenal!" Like Kojima's a genius, and it just feels very Emperor's New Closey, where like. They they see that it's a if Hideo... you don't get it, you're the idiot. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. That's why I feel like yeah. I'm being insulted. It's a Hideo Kojima game, which means that you're supposed to love it because he's... He, I mean, to be fair, has not made a bad game, right? Eh. He's made games that are less popular, but like all in all, they're still I didn't like highly the list- too. But, but even that is a game that plenty of people love. Yes, um, it has its fan base. Yeah, so... Like you're, I, and I'm not saying that it's going to be a bad game or anything like that because I don't know. I don't know anything about it really, and I'm sure it has every possibility of being a fantastic game whenever it comes out. Probably not till 2020 at this point. Um, but like, I can't say, "Wow, what a genius! I love it! I'm so excited!" Because he, he hasn't shown me anything to get excited for. I don't care that Norman Reedus is in it because I don't get him as an actor. Um, so I don't care about that. That's not like roping me in. The whole like space monster goop giant thing like i don't know what that is and i feel like it's one of those things where if people say they don't like it people are going to accuse them of being dumb and be like oh wait, you don't like it well clearly you're a you know a plebeian idiot like what are your tiny mind even function during the day like how does that happen but i'm here right now putting my foot down saying it looks ridiculous and i don't i'm not hyped i have no excitement level whatsoever for yeah it. It, it uh Watching it kind of gave me a new understanding as to exactly what happened between Kojima and Konami yeah. to make the like. I know that Konami kept saying they wanted to switch away from like they want to make, making games and go to, to you know they're making pachinko machines. Pachinko machines. Yeah, uh, but like the whole time I was just wondering like 
was this is this proof that maybe Kojima is just like hard to work with? Yeah, where he's just making all like imagine that you're a producer, you're like you're not the developer, you're the producer. Yeah, and your job is to put stuff out there for people to buy. Yeah, and your biggest guy comes in and he just starts rambling off crazy stuff. Yeah. He's like, "There's a baby in his stomach, and there's these giant things, and he's and got the baby gives a thumbs things, up, and gives a thumbs up, and there's just this huge thing, and the guy starts floating, and he yeah. tries to shoot himself, but he can't, and the other guy's shooting things, and there's a yeah. truck over, and you're just like looking at him going like." what is this? Like, yeah. no, you're just, how do I market this? How do I sell this? Who is this for? Yeah. And like, I kind of, I'm sitting there going like, maybe they were just sitting there going like, dude, you can't make this weird shit all the time. Yeah. You got to make something for like people to want to play. I mean, you can make weird shit as long as it's cohesive. And the thing and that, that really just didn't feel cohesive to me. Yeah. And I, I mean, once again, the game's not know. out yet. It no. might make perfect sense when it comes out. Yeah. But as of right now, like if, if somebody came to me and like, I made this. You want to sell it? I'd be like, where's the market for this? Yeah. The thing that really got me was I was watching. He Hideo Kojima was also at PSX and he came out on the stage and they were talking about Death Stranding. And one of the guys on the stage was about to ask him a question or it was right after they showed this eight minute trailer again the next night at PSX. And he said something to the effect of like, you know, everything that you're seeing in that trailer really starts to make sense around hour five or six. And I went, are you fucking serious? I got to play through five to six hours of nonsense to then hopefully get it or it start to make sense. No, thank you. I mean, I know what Zelda was right from the right from Jump Street when that started. Even new IPs like I'm about to start Horizon to give that to finally give that a shot. And I guarantee you I'm going to know what that game kind of is about at the first minute granted there'll be twists and turns along the way and maybe i'll figure out more stuff but at least i understand the world right from the get-go yeah this doesn't seem like that this seems like a thing where i'm gonna have to play through six hours of it just to start to realize what's happening and maybe by the time the game is done it's like this big revelation and it's super exciting and wow oh my god what a fantastic masterpiece this game is but at at this point that does not excite me at all that yeah. I have to wait five hours for the game to start to make sense. I just think if you if you give Kojima the complete like reins, yeah. yeah, he just loses his mind. Yeah, oh, we'll see. I mean, I don't want to see anything else from this game until it's a gameplay trailer. Like, yes, most definitely. Go away. I need to know what exactly it is first yeah. of all. I don't want to see this at like. I don't want to see this in March at something. I don't want to see. I always don't want to see this at E3. I want it to be completely absent from E3. And because you know going, this game is not going to be done for another three years. Yeah, like at at the earliest, it would be a 2019 game, and like they would give that release date, and then we'll watch it get pushed at least twice. Yeah, like I don't want to see this at E3. I don't even want to see it at PSX next year unless it's a game that's coming out in spring 2019. Because you know it's just going to be more weird cryptic trailers for the next three years until it's ready to come out. I don't want to see any more cinematics. The next thing I see from Death Stranding better be a gameplay thing to to give me an idea of what kind of game I'm going to be playing. Because that gives me the idea of like, oh, it's a kind of game I don't like. I'm skipping it. Or, oh, this is a kind of game I do like. I'll I'll be invested now and I'll pay attention. Um, But yeah, I just go, go away for a little bit. I don't need to see, I'm not watching a dev blog here. Like I, I want it to be, if you're going to show me stuff from the game, show me stuff from the game. Don't show me weird cryptic, uh, like cinematics go away for a while. Yeah. Come back with something when you have a game. Yeah. Show your work. Yeah. And I know it seems weird that you and I are sitting here like tearing down this, like this 
pillar of the gaming community and his thing. But like sometimes people who are really great at stuff make bad things. Um, so I, you know, it's whatever. It's my, it's my two cents on it mm. and yours as well. Yeah. Um, so moving on from that, so we can stop ranting about how much we don't care about death stranding. Uh, we got a trailer from, from software, which everyone says is bloodborne too. You have a different take, Joe. What's your take? I thought it was Tenchu, a new Tenchu game. Did they make the previous Tenchu games? I'm pretty sure they made Tenchu. And then what is Tenchu for those that don't know? Uh, Tenchu was a like early PlayStation, PlayStation 2 uh, game, which was you played as like a ninja running around doing ninja stuff. You had to assassinate people. Yep. Um, Ninjaing about. Yeah. Uh, this one, I mean, from when I, when I was watching the trailer, like it seemed pretty obvious to me that it wasn't at least Bloodborne 2. And yeah. I'm assuming it's not Dark Souls because they said they weren't making any more Dark Souls games. Um, and it, it starts off and you hear like the little Japanese, like, yeah. you know, whatever those little Japanese guitars are. And it looks like Japanese writing on the, the, like the background of the trailer of like this weird bone contraption with like a spool of string on it. Yep. That's all they showed. It was very bloody. So could be blood, could be blood born yeah. at that point. Maybe they're doing like Japanese blood born. But, uh, I, I thought I was like, Oh, is this another Tenshu? Also, it says like, from the shadows or something? Uh, shadows die twice. Yeah, I shadows die twice. And I mean, when you say like shadows, I just think ninjas. Yeah, from the shadows. It's entirely possible. Um, but it was only a little 30 second thing where you just see literally that one bone string thing. So yeah, but I mean, either way, uh, you put from software, yeah. a, a game by from software. And as of right excited. now, I'm like completely in because I actually really like the Tenchu games also. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that they were the same like studio mm-hmm. for, for the longest time. And then I figured that out and I was like, okay, cool. All right. So I have a history of enjoying their stuff. The fact that there wasn't an announcement of a bloodborne two at PSX makes me think that it's not bloodborne. Yeah. 2. You think they would be all over it. To yeah. Be like, yo, check it out. Bloodborne two. Yeah. Look, we teased this last night. Now here's the official reveal of bloodborne two. I mean, if it was a Tenchu game, I guess that was a PlayStation property anyway, but it could be a thing where, PlayStation doesn't own that IP from software does so they can make it multi-platform. And so that would make sense that it wasn't talked about uh, at PSX the next night. So, but yeah, it was only a little 30 second thing, nothing really concrete to be able to say one way or the other, what it is Uh, next here on this particular list that I'm looking at. Uh, I'm also looking, they made armored core. Maybe that's the new armored core game. (laughs) I I highly doubt that. (laughs) Um, Next here, uh, we've got the announcement of Bayonetta one and two coming to the switch. Uh, so the thing that they ported onto the Wii U that nobody played because nobody played Wii U games is now coming to the thing that everybody plays, which is the Switch, um, which then brought about the announcement of a Bayonetta 3, which I'm quite surprised about just because you know Bayonetta 2 couldn't have sold well because, I mean, only 12 million people owned Wii U's yeah. at any given time. So. Uh, I mean, maybe they were smart enough to realize yeah. that was the problem. Is that nobody had it? Yeah, they were like, look, we had something good here, but we kind of fucked up and put it out on the wrong thing. So let's put it on the thing that people actually own now. Yeah, this may make me actually give Which it a is, chance to Bayonetta 2. And yeah, we'll I, I'll admit I bought Bayonetta 2 and didn't play it just because I was like, I feel like it's fucking Wii U. Like, I had it and then yeah. I just didn't want to play it on the Wii U. Yeah. Of anything, it was just I didn't want to play it on the Wii U. I know I mentioned it when we... So I'm excited that they're putting it out on this now because now I'm like, oh, I'm actually going to get a chance to play it now. Yeah. Because we had heard this rumor months ago, because I remember we talked about it on the show where the guy like put a 
like a picture up and it was like the red and blue of the joy cons and yes. it was like it just said like one and two or something like that and everyone's like oh wait are we getting bayonetta one and two on the switch so I was like, that's pretty cool uh now this is the official uh, confirmation of it the trailer wasn't anything it was just saying like three and that yeah. was it it was like the uh i think it's called the umbra symbol and then yeah. like cracks in the crack makes a three yeah, so uh, Bayonetta 3, they didn't give any kind of timetable for it. I feel like the 1 and 2 on the Switch will probably come out sometime next year, and then Bayonetta 3 will probably be a couple years off. Um, probably not till 2019, I would now, think. I'm not sure. this Now, I don't know if this was from this, but there's another bit of news that I want to talk about. The Devil May Cry collection. Yes. Was that announced at this? I think that came a couple no, days before. That was a couple days before that. That was part of our lightning round, but we can bring it up right now. Well, I, I, I feel like it goes along with this yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. So, because uh, of the rumor we had last week of the potential Devil, Devil May Cry, Cry crossover. Yes. Beta crossover. And I wonder if this is just the fact that both of these two things are like getting announced at the same time. Yeah. Because they announced the Devil May Cry HD collection. Which was on PS3 and 360, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that on? Didn't the HD collection already come out on like PS3 360 for Devil May Cry? I don't remember. Did it? Yeah, because aren't the the first two Devil May Cry games are PS2 games? Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think there was an HD collection. First three actually. Yeah. And then four was the uh, Xbox 360 one. Yeah. So this is going to have all four of them okay. on it for the first time ever in one collection. Yes. And there was also another rumor of Devil May Cry Five coming out. So we will be having uh, an. Uh, it didn't include DMC though. No, that's a different... the HD collection. Yeah, that because like that's the... like a separate. Like, look, Dante's a cool hipster, and yeah, no, that one's not part of it. I yeah, yeah. So that's not part of it. So they also there was a rumor that it didn't officially get announced, but there was a rumor that Devil May Cry Five is coming as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, I guess, I'm guessing it's Devil May Cry Five and not DMC Two. Yeah, I, I think that's what people want anyway. Yeah. So I, I'm, you know. Both of these ones have a game coming out. Yeah. I wonder if we're at that point, just the fact that it's happening, are they just going to be like, all right, they're both coming out. Let's just slam together and do yeah. the, this. It's, it's entirely possible. Like I said, we talked about that rumor last week. I'd be totally down for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they didn't give any kind of hint towards that yet. But the but you're right. But the fact that both game series are getting re-released collections on updated systems plus getting potentially new games in those series means those franchises are still alive and well. And, yeah, and people are interested in them. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be a matter of like, let's see how well these sell kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but hey, I'm excited because I loved Devil May Cry. I loved Bayonetta. Uh, so I more of it I'm happy with. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else did we get? Uh, Soul Calibur 6 got announced. You excited about that? You a Soul Calibur fan? Uh, yeah. I am a Soul Calibur fan. Um, they were always kind of my favorite fighting games, uh, mainly just because uh, going way back when Soul Calibur 2 came out, yeah. and that was the one that had like all the bonus characters, Link and the and GameCube and... one had Link, yeah. and I actually imported a copy of Devil, or, uh, Devil, Devil Kai, uh, Soul Calibur 2 from Japan. I had to buy like the the boot thing to like play the Japanese versions. Yeah. I played the shit out of that game. That game was fantastic. There you go. Uh, it's it's one of those things where, like, as it went along and more of them came out, they kind of just it became more rehashes of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a long time since the last one came out. I think it's like been six years since the last one. Probably. I don't uh, think it's. A, yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, it has been a while. Yeah. Um. So I I'd like to give it another try. It's 
like I saw that and it was the kind of thing where like my eyebrow went up and I went like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. And apparently it's like a reboot of the series. I don't know if it's a prequel or a soft reboot, but the characters are like younger in it now. Yeah. Uh, the oh shit, I forget what the guy's name. The the samurai guy is definitely looks like he's a much much younger in it. Yoshimitsu, right? No, that's the other samurai guy. Oh, wow. that's the crazy so, excuse, samurai guy. Excuse me. Yes, Mister um, Rugi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I I mean I'm I'm gonna be paying attention to it. Yeah. You know, nowadays it's the kind of thing where like you have to introduce a really interesting story mode at this point for a yeah. fighting game to to get people interested in it. Yeah. So if they can do something cool like that, I'm down. But either way, though, I've always had the most fun playing those ones just because they weren't too technical and they weren't too button mashy. Yeah. Like you just, it was so fluid that you felt like you were actually doing something, even if you weren't good at the game. You're yeah. like you still kind of felt like a badass because everything was so flashy in the way that all the attacks went around. Those are the best kinds of fighting games. That's why Smash is so popular. Like even yeah. if you're not great at it, like you still feel like you're doing something when you press the buttons. So. Yeah. Um, they also showed off another trailer at PSX with just with uh, two particular characters. I don't remember the characters' names, but they also showed off more of it the next night as well. So that game is coming. Uh, we've got In the Valley of the Gods, a new game from Campo Santo, the developer uh, of Firewatch. Are you excited about this game at all? Nope. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's set in the Egypt during the 1920s. Uh, it's coming out in 2019 on PC. Uh, so, I mean... I kind of like the idea of it, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I didn't pay too much attention, but like Firewatch just was, hey, go walk around the woods. And I was like, this doesn't seem fun at all. And yeah, I, I have pretty much the same well. same feeling for this one. Yeah. I mean, it's not coming out till 2019, so I've got plenty of time to see more of it to get excited potentially. Uh, but yeah, nothing jumped out at me from that. Uh, we then have Fade to Silence, a character-driven group survival game from Black Forest Games. Uh, we watched the trailer for that earlier. I don't know. It looked okay. Um, it's set in a wintry post-apocalyptic world where humans fight to survive, uh, and it's going to be in Steam Early Access next week on Thursday. So yeah, it's PC, so or as yeah. at least as of right now, it's PC. So, so I'm not interested. It did say it was coming out the Xbox and PS4 at the end of it. it had yeah. like the little you know Xbox and PS symbols. Yeah, but uh, I mean it, it, and... it looked cool. Like there were parts of it that looked really yeah. interesting, but it also looked. I don't know. How can you look? cool and also fairly generic at the same time yeah you know, it like looked generic in an interesting setting yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh where it's like i've played this but i've never played it there yeah so that's cool uh, but yeah nothing again as people joe and i who don't really play on pc um not really anything that we can particularly get hyped about but we got player unknowns battlegrounds getting a 1.0 release date which means it's coming out of early access yeah. on pc on december the 20th uh they also announced their new desert map is now available on test servers and will be on the xbox one in early 2018 so uh, a second map for player unknowns battlegrounds right yeah. they only have the one yeah this got announced a, a while ago but yeah. it's kind of the first time we actually got to see, see it. it yeah they announced we'll be revealing it at the game awards so this was one that everybody knew was coming i don't know looks cool looks like a desert i mean yeah, i'm sure people are sick and fucking tired of that one map at this point and they're yeah. probably just excited to do something different yes uh absolutely so i don't know we'll see joe you are getting uh pub this week on yes. xbox comes out tuesday nice i'm uh, excited 
Uh, let's see. What else do we get information from? Sea of Thieves got a release date, which we haven't heard too much about uh, in recent times. They, I mean, it seems like at E3s they talk about it and then not at any other point. Uh, but that game's coming out March 20th, 2018. Now, I know, I don't think we've talked about it a lot on this, but I know I've talked to you because you're a Pirates kind of guy. Are you excited about this game? No. Not at all? No. Even if it's more fun playing with your friends? Uh, maybe. Just, like if Skip it, and Tyler looks, and them it get it? It looks so ugly. Tyler doesn't have an Xbox. No, that's true. Um, I mean, maybe John and Skip will get it, but yeah. like it, it looks so ugly. Yeah, uh, there was a you know, uh, like the cartoony aspect of it. No, like if I wanted a pirate game, I'd want it to be like you know, a realistic. Yeah, yeah, like multiplayer Black Flag or like but, that other, but not that other one because that one's only the boat stuff. Yeah, like, but uh, I mean, I signed up for the or I, I tried to sign up for the beta. Yeah, had a, like an open beta thing. Or not an open beta thing, but... Uh, Sign up. Yeah. Closed beta? Closed beta. And I tried signing up for it, and like I filled out all of the paperwork and all the stuff. You know, I did enter all, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and I went to the very end, and it said, you know, just like fill, do the CAPTCHA and submit it. Yep. And then I couldn't do the CAPTCHA. So apparently I'm a robot. You're a robot. Yeah. yeah. I figured that out because I couldn't do the CAPTCHA. You and like I just kept robot. doing it and nothing would happen and nothing would happen. Nothing would happen. So I restarted it and I filled out all the fucking paperwork a second time. Got to the end. CAPTCHA didn't work. I just went like, ah, fuck this. Okay, whatever. Don't care anymore. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just have to accept that you're a robot. Yeah. That's all right. I learned something about myself. Yeah. We don't judge. Your friends don't judge you for being a robot. Yeah. You're very, you're very helpful in that fact. I will kill all humans. Yeah, kill all humans. Uh, but yeah. So I, right. I guess you're not excited about it, but who knows? That could change. You know, yeah. I, you know, we'll, we'll, maybe I'll be watching some gameplay footage when it's actually out and I'll get excited or even before it comes out, if we actually get to see some, you know, Something from it. Something more interesting than what they showed off at other points. Because at other points, it just was like, it looked dumb. Well, we'll see. I've heard nothing but great things about it from people that have played it. But that doesn't mean that it's for everybody. Yeah. So uh, we then got trailers for Dreams uh, and a release window of 2018 for that. That's Media Molecule's new game where you make a game within the game and then make more games inside those games. So the idea is that it's a dream world. So there's different aesthetics, you know, different looks, different styles. You can make all kinds of different stuff. It's like little big plan on steroids, I guess. Hmm. Um, I'm intrigued by it for sure. Um, and all the stuff that people, I guess it was playable at PSX. So they were showing more uh, like on the show floor at PSX and everything I saw uh, just in the Twitter timeline was like, this game is going to be fantastic. Like it's so ambitious what they're doing and all these other things. But this is very much a game for me where I need to see way more from it. Um, and all I know is I'm not creative enough to play it. <laughs> if other, I'm not pe- creative enough to make something good in it. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Like, you you go and you play other people's stuff and you're like yeah. wow this is cool all this other stuff people made yeah but when it comes to me I'm just I, I would stare at that going like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yeah I never made a lot of levels in Little Big Planet I never so, I'm not good at making anything in anything even like Super Mario Maker all my levels were just like straight lines with yeah. a couple boxes <laughs> and a couple Koopa Troopas look here's a ramp uh, but yeah no I'm I'm intrigued by the game but I need to see more yeah so like the idea that it's not dead which i thought this game was dead because like they hadn't shown anything for a really long time um and there was supposed to be a beta this year and and this year is almost over uh they did say a beta is coming in 2018 they said that at psx um so 
look for that. I'll definitely try to get in on that beta when it does come out because the only thing that's going to sell me on this game is actually getting to play it. So a beta will be very beneficial in that fact. But the game's coming out in 2018, so we shall see. Uh, another game is coming out in 2018, and I don't think there was a new trailer for it, but just a confirmation of release date, A Way Out, is coming out on March 23rd. Now, for those of you that don't remember, A Way Out was that fully co-op uh, prison break game where you have to escape prison with your friend. Uh, and you have it to... couldn't be played single player. It can't be played by yourself. you got to play it as co-op. So, and I think it's online co-op only too. Yeah, no split screen. Uh, from the developer of Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, uh, this also marked the point of the show that got the most awkward, where the <laughs> developer uh, and game director said "fuck the Oscars" and went on kind of a rant about EA, but in defense of EA, being like everybody fucks up sometimes. I guess we should just lay off them. They're okay to me, so also, everybody shut the fuck up. He also seemed like he didn't know why he was there. Yeah. Like he I don't know he why was, he was, he, was there, the, he knew he was there for the show, but it just seems like they kind of tossed him out there and said, "Hey, go do something." And he just was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm a weird French guy." So one thing, and I don't, I guess I missed this part of it, and I'm just reading this from an article on IGN says that they allow you to play the game online with a friend, even if the other player doesn't have a copy of the game. So that's actually... I, I actually do remember them mentioning that before. Well, that's good because yeah. I think we had talked about like, that really sucks that you're making a game where you're forcing two copies of the game to be purchased because mm. like, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. Um, but if it if it does like a download play like they do on 3DS where, you know, like you could buy it and I could play it even if I don't have it. Then but that, one of us needs the key. It is way, that's way better. So yeah. if that's, if that's at least a shining light on this, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, fuck the Oscars, I guess. Uh, and Jeff Keeley just looks so embarrassed. Even it's like, dude, this is going to be trending and everyone's going to be talking about your, your award show. So like, let the dude ramble off. Who cares? Yeah. Well, I think uh, Jeff Keeley just looks embarrassed to be Jeff Keeley a lot of the times. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. He seems like he works really hard. Uh, on this game awards thing that he does every year uh, let's see what else do we get revealed we've got a game called Witchfire. it's a first person shooter from the vanishing ethan carter creators uh do you like that joe uh i liked vanishing ethan carter i liked a lot of their other games Bulletstorm? Uh, back when yeah back when there were people can fly studios uh, people can't fly that's false advertising they could in that that's true <laughs> that's true uh yeah but yeah but i really like bullet storm uh they did a couple other good games that i liked pain so killer I'm, yes painkiller so uh I, I, i'm interested to see more what they can do yeah i mean these reveal trailers a lot of times don't show a lot yeah this but, the trailer wasn't much it was just the guy like kind of walking around and stuff but at least uh, we know what and, kind of game it is yeah and it looked very pretty yeah uh, another game that we also know what kind of game it is, uh, is GTFO or get the fuck out. Uh, this is a four player co-op game, uh, from the people who made payday and payday too. Yeah. So, it, uh, everyone kept saying like it was the announcement trailer, but I had heard of this game for a while now. I knew this was coming. No, people just keep telling you to get the fuck out. You're, uh, you're misremembering what happened. They're just saying, Hey, you get the fuck out. Uh, and you're like, oh, GTFO. I heard about that. Yeah. That I've, game, right? I've heard that before. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I just, no, this says unveiled. So I think this was the first time maybe it was rumors. Uh, yeah. I, I, I definitely remember hearing the name and being like, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> they want me to get the fuck out. Um, but yeah, this is basically, it's an alien type, monster type survival, something or other. Four player co-op. Four player co-op, first person shooter. Stuff's going to be jumping at you from the shadows. Uh, I, don't I, mean, I love I love Payday. Like This is very different from Payday, obviously. Yeah. But really, if you put anything co-op, I'm usually down. So yeah. I, I, I'm interested. 
Yeah, because we were saying earlier before when we were just kind of prepping is that like even a mediocre game is made exponentially better by the fact that you and your friends are playing together. Yeah. So like you try and play Rainbow Six Siege by yourself, it's boring as fuck. But yeah. once you put you know some friends in the game, you're having a blast. Exactly. So if this game's Left like for, that, like, Left for Dead by yourself? No, not oh, fun. God, no, not no, fun at all. Not fun at all. Left for Dead with friends? Woohoo! Yeah. So I mean, that's probably what this will be. Uh, but yeah, that was unveiled. Probably won't see it anytime soon. Probably not for at least a, a year or two. So uh, we'll see more of it. I'm sure at E3 and then in coming game awards and things like that. Uh, we got a new Metro game. Do you play the Metro games, Joe? Uh, yeah, I played uh, the first one. I didn't play the second one. Was it Metro and then Metro Last Light or something? No, I think it was just like Metro 20, like 48. And, yeah. Uh, was it 2049 was the next one? I don't know. No, it's Blade Runner. <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this one's called Metro Exodus. Uh, it looks like a frozen world and, you know, you're out there and you're a survivor and you got to not get eaten by monsters. Or... This one looked a lot better than the trailer they showed off at E3, which was just like a base. Like it was one of those like fake gameplay trailers where yeah. it's like, oh, this is totally what the game looks like. But nice in reality, Metro. you're just like, no, this is just a long cut scene you're showing us. Yeah. Uh, what's the term for that bullshit? I think is the term the, the oh, penny arcade guys. Yeah, something like, like that. You're you're trying to tell me that this is what the game looks like, but it's, it's not definitely not what the game looks it's like. Not what the game looks like. Uh, this one, it, I mean, it, at least it looked like a game now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And like, I don't know, it's intriguing. The yeah, Metro then, games have yeah. always looked good and yeah. been fun. So. Like, I like the first one. I you know, I skipped the second one, but. Yeah, you know, give this a try. I bought them like super cheap at some point, so I have the the Xbox One versions that I bought on sale for like, I think it was like buy the the two Metro games and the two uh, Saints Row games for like ten bucks. I was like, okay, I'll buy that deal. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next thing we got was a World War Z video game coming out. Um, Based off of the the movie, the Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, not the book. Yeah, not the book because the book you said was slow, slow zombies. zombies. It these, was Romero zombies, and these are fast zombies. Not these weird insect zombies that this one has. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm so played out on zombies. I don't care. Yeah, even as a person who's a big zombie fan, and also like it didn't really look all that good. Like it, it, it looked like one of those things where like uh, they were more interested in the technical aspect. Like yeah. they're they're more thinking like, hey, look at what we can make the zombies do. As opposed, as opposed to, to, hey, is this a good game? Yeah. They always thought about if they could, but not if they should. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm played out on zombies, so I'm not at all looking forward to this no, game. But I, I guess I, we'll see. I went, I watched it, and I went, like, this seems too... Why now? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. <laughs> How long ago did that movie come out? Did anyone... I guess there's a sequel coming out. Oh, that's right. I did hear there was going to be another one. Yeah, so... Didn't I, they cure the disease at the end of the last one? Didn't see it. Didn't care. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. Yeah. Moving on. We got some VR titles. Vacation Simulator got announced. Uh, a sequel to Job Simulator. Yeah. So, I mean, as you can tell by the title. So, um, Alchemy Labs uh, is the developer behind that. Vacation Simulator is coming out on PSVR, Oculus, and Vive in 2018. It's more campy, tongue-in-cheek, what if... You know, future generations like try to understand what people in modern did on time vacations. did. Yeah, so there's going to be fishing and all kinds of relaxation and all. Yeah. Job stuff. Simulator was fun. Yeah, it's a quirky it, game. It's it's a, it's a it, I thought Job Simulator was kind of like the perfect VR game because it showed you kind of really the technical aspect of what you're doing. And yeah, kind of like just dicking around with stuff. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we also got a game called Accounting Plus revealed for PSVR. Uh, it's Wasn't the, this also Alchemy? 
this is Squanch Games. Crows, 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 and Squanch Games announced Accounting Plus uh, coming out on December the 19th. It's an updated version of the Vive game that promises to be double the size of the original with new characters, music, and levels. But this is the one that was made by Justin, Justin Royland. Royland. Yes. Uh, okay. Th- that's why I got confused because I'm pretty sure Alchemy made the Rick and Morty game. Yeah. So I assumed that they would have made it with them also. Yeah. This is a different thing, I okay. guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm I, not... just, I just assumed that because he worked with them on that other game, he would have some sort of working yeah, I relationship don't know. with them. But that's... apparently, no. He... Ch- told him fuck you we're gonna win this other team although squanch is something out of rick and morty so it might have just been that they started their own vr studio yeah see the thing is is that like every time these new vr games get announced and they talk about these studios that are making them i don't have the level of like knowledge about those that i do have about these other developers that are making triple a titles that i've been playing for years they're all these new startups and new like offshoots of other companies that are focusing on vr so like I can't put them together ever, so I, I actually don't know. Hmm. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we got Fortnite's Battle Royale 50 vs. 50 mode. That's out now. Haven't got a chance to play it. I'm not sure. Based on the trailer, I'm not sure how it even works because it doesn't look like it separates you into looking different than you did before. It might just be that there's bases and things now. So it's. It also might have just been artistic license for the trailer, and they wanted true. to make it look more appealing, yeah. so they didn't. Include the fact that like the other team glows blue while your team glows red or something like that. Yeah, and it could just be like, oh, the reticle turns red if they're on your team. Or, or their name the, is yeah. red above it, like in uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. You know? In Call of Duty, all the characters look the same, but when you put your cursor over them, the name turns red, and you're like, okay, that's the bad guy. I shoot him. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's really it from the Game Awards. I don't know. Did your list have anything different? No. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of different stuff. Some of it looks cool. Some of it's Death Stranding. Uh, but... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's the Game Awards is, I don't know, this year didn't feel like there was any like super big announcements. Like, I remember like. I, I mean, I guess technically Death Stranding is the big announcement. That was like the big announcement. Of the show. Well, not even, an, not announcement, even an announcement. It's not even an announcement. It was the big game. trailer of the yeah, show. Yeah, that's the one most people it's were just, talking about. It wasn't about. something for us. Yeah. But I remember in years past, like we would get a new Batman game announced, a new, I think like Last of Us 2 got announced at a game or something like that, you know, like. Yeah. things that you get really pumped for and this didn't really seem to have a lot of that um but yeah so those are our thoughts on the game awards i know some of the news kind of leaked over into it but let's just go through some of the stuff that got talked about at psx the playstation only conference who this year their um their like opening keynote kind of thing wasn't a typical e3 style conference this was more of like a sit down interview kind of thing they just they had a stage with a bunch of couches set up and they brought out different developers for different games i kind of um, like the way they did it i really did too it, um, it was less cringy than the, uh, the award show aspect not necessarily so there were a lot of dead parts of it where everyone's just kind of going like is it your turn to say something is it my turn to say i don't and there's just like quiet moments but i mean they're speaking directly to the playstation diehards they don't really need to do a lot like people were engaged and i liked this i i see too many press conferences throughout the year and they're all pretty much the same like all the e3s and the paris games weeks and the game comms and all these other things like it's a guy on stage he walks out he announces his thing he walks off stage the next guy comes out and announces his thing this was cool because at least like the it was a lot of the first party studio stuff and what i really like about that with playstation in particular is it's a community you know they had uh cory barlog from sony santa monica who's working on the new god of war and they had the guy uh from 
Guerrilla Games. And they were talking about how like, oh, throughout the year, like we just have people from Sony Santa Monica fly out to the UK and go to Guerrilla and vice versa. Like they do like a talent share program. And it's like, oh man, I like, I can't wait to come to your studio and visit and see what you guys are working on. And it felt like a close knit community. So when they brought out all these people, they're talking about like, I'm really excited for your game as opposed to in a conference setting. It's I say my piece and then I walk off and then he says his piece and he walks off. This felt like a thing where they were all just talking about games and how yeah. like they're fans of games too. Like we are. And I really yeah. like that. about I, it. I, I, I usually, I just get tired of like the theatrics of most, yeah. uh, not award shows, but uh, press conferences like yeah. this. Yeah. Isha uh, Tyler's of it all. You yeah. Know? And you know, the big set pieces and all the, the weird stuff and like celebrity appearances. Yeah. I, I, I like this one because it felt, I don't know, more, like logical. Yeah. seems like a way that you it would talk about it games. wasn't, it wasn't showy. Yeah. You know, that's kind of one of the reasons why when Nintendo started doing their, and you know, they did weird stuff in, in their things, but when they started doing their, um, what do they call their press conferences now? The, which ones? The Nintendo ones. Oh, like the Nintendo directs. Yeah. The when they started doing like and... the Nintendo directs and it, it just became like, you know, we bring out, you know, it's, it's all, it's not an actual, thing but no. they're just like we're just going to show you the game have a guy come out say what the game is show you the next game have a guy come out yeah and it's not like i i just i prefer the nintendo direct style a lot yeah. more than you know like the ubisoft ones with the aisha tyler's coming yeah. out and here's a guy and here's a concert and it's here's all some wacky dancers. and here's some yeah. dancers and stuff like that no uh, i'm just like i just want someone to come out and say these are the games we're making yeah here they are um so yeah P- psx had a bunch of different things that they did they talked about dreams some more where they had the somebody from me molecule come out and they showed more of it and kind of talked about the philosophy of making it and how they've come to get to this game and again it's i'm gonna need to get hands on with it in order to really like get fully invested in it uh like i said cory barlog came out from sony santa monica to talk about god of war he did not he said he didn't he couldn't give us a release date even though earlier in the week it had been leaked that the game was coming out March 22nd. But the fact that they asked him like, Hey, when's your game coming? And he said, I I can't say at this point when that game is coming out. So they're not willing to commit to a release date makes me think it's not going to be March, but it still could be. And they're just holding it out. They're in play testing right now. Uh, and he did say that the, the campaign um, looks like it's going to be somewhere between 25 to 35 hours. They uh, He said they expected it to be about 15, but the finishing play tests conducted over the past few weeks, the God of War's total gameplay was found to be 25 to 35 hours. Now that could be if you get that all the collectibles. Like huge, the, you know, discrepancy between 15 to 25 hours. Yeah, maybe it's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe the, they just had really bad play testers. Yeah, that that too. But still, even if the game's fifteen hour, like that's a pretty good lengthy God of War style thing. Like, yeah. I don't need it to be a sixty hour think, magnum. I don't think opus. the other ones were that long. Probably not. Yeah, I no, feel like the other ones were like to six hours. Kind no, of stuff. they were longer than that. Probably, I'd probably ten to twelve. I would think. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this game. I love the God of War franchise. It. it this I'm seems getting like more. At first, I was very not down on it, but I was kind of like, eh, it's just another God of War yeah. kind of thing. But or not even that. This is another God of War thing, actually. It was that I watched the trailer and I went, this doesn't feel like God of War. Yeah. Because it's definitely not God of War. Like I said, I like the Bayonetta and Devil May Cry. I like the like over-the-top action stuff. And when I watched the trailer for this one and like he was just straight up fighting stuff and it wasn't like crazy flips and flying through the air and doing all sorts of ridiculous stuff, yeah. I went, eh, like, this doesn't look like God of War. But 
whatever it does look like, even if it's not God of War, it still looks like a really good game. Yeah, and I like the idea of you know the sun and stuff like that, and the Norse mythology is going to give it a new feel. So like, I really like the God of War games, and the fact that this looks like it's getting a fresh coat of paint, so to speak, makes me more excited for it than if it was just like, look, it's like the same thing, but again, it's like okay, I, like because I even I don't even think I finished Ascension or whatever the last one was because I was like. Right, no, kind I didn't of burnt play out that on one, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it works for other things. Like Resident Evil yeah. 7 wasn't like any of the other Resident Evil games, and it but it was still great. Yeah. Uh, anytime you can get a refresh on a, you know, what is what could be considered a stagnant franchise is a good thing. So yeah. uh, they also had someone come out from Quantic Dreams. It wasn't David Cage. It was somebody else uh, to play through. Uh, I think it might be like the first level of Detroit uh, Become Human where it's it's the full playthrough of that thing we've seen from trailers where it's, you know, the robot has the Android has the girl on the balcony and you have to decide how to get him to let go of the girl yeah, or whatever. Um, and they kind of did like a group participation thing where everyone's screaming out like what options to choose and stuff. And the video is pretty cool. If you haven't seen it, it was a lot of fun. It was kind of tense. And like it, if the gameplay and the story can hold up throughout the entirety of the game, it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty good game. Uh, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm tepidly excited for that. I'm not like waiting anxiously for it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Quantic Dreams can make some really good things and it can I'm, make some stinkers. So, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm cautious because I really liked Heavy Rain and I really hated Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. So, I don't know which one I'm getting here. It yeah. looks more Heavy Rain. I which mean, is it's good. like the detective aspect yeah. of the stuff. But uh, I remember watching that part. And like, and even when they showed it off the original for the first time, like two years ago, I remember watching it going like, okay, this feels more like heavy rain, which is cool. And then I watched it at the, like the next event that yeah. they had where it was like the, the, the robots were riding and you were like running through and trying to escape. And I remember being like, oh, this one I'm not as interested in. Yeah. Yeah. The more detective-y stuff that's involved, the, the cooler I think it's going to look for yeah. me at least. So we'll see. That that game I think is coming out in 2018 though I don't think it has a release. Yeah, because I was very much date. like this part feels like heavy rain. Cool. This part feels like Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. yeah. Maybe this is the good balance in between them. But Maybe. Whatever. I need to see more. It looks fantastic though. I will say that. Yeah. Like, but again, the the gameplay and the story has to hold up throughout it. So. Um, then afterwards, there was a, an interview with Sean Layden done by uh, kind of funny's Greg Miller, where they, he asked him, as he always does, when are we going to be able to change PSN names? Because you can't do it. And he said, hopefully by a regular complaint for PlayStation owners. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things where it's not necessarily a complaint. It's just a nagging thing of like, why? Yes, like, true. Um, and I, I mean, get, you can do it on the Xbox for the longest time, so I don't know why it's not something you can do on PlayStation. The story that I hear as to why you can't is somewhere in the architecture of how they set it up in the first place, where like it's so the name is so ingrained in the base of your profile that like to change it might fundamentally break everything about your PlayStation there account is somehow. Really weird about like I always I never understood why on PlayStation you need to uh, create like a dummy account. And then log into another account if you wanted to go on another console. What do you mean? Like, say if I wanted to log on to my account on your PlayStation, you had yeah. to, like, create a dummy account. Oh, create a user. Yeah, like, you're a dummy user account with yeah. just, like, generic something or other. Yeah. And then log into your account, and then it, like, overrides that, as opposed to just, why can't I just log into my account? Yeah. I, so, yeah, it's some weird thing in, like, the base coding of how they set up profiles yes. in a PlayStation network in the beginning. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, but his answer to the question of when are we going to be able to change our profile names was, 
I can't, I don't have anything to say on it. However, my hope is that by PSX next year, you won't have to ask me that question anymore. Which means, because like you said, apparently he asks him this every time he sees him or something. Yeah, well, like it's not necessarily an every time thing, but like you know, from listening to PlayStation shows that uh, Greg Miller has been on in the past, it was a thing where every PSX, every time PSX come around, comes around, they do a prediction show where it's this year. I've been hearing rumblings like it's definitely coming. Like this is going to be the year that we have, you know, name changes or whatever, and it hasn't been. And so he says that's the hope is by this time next year we won't have to ask the question anymore. Meaning that hopefully sometime in 2018 if it's not possible it's at least announced when it will be possible so um, that's exciting for those who really 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 hate their gamer tag um so let's see what else did they show oh they did show Mega Man coming into monster hunter worlds which is weird uh is in all this i know but still like he he showed up all 8-bit in monster hunter worlds like big realistic uh you know super fantasy world yeah so i don't know could be cool. I mean, I guess it's just a fun mashup for Capcom fans. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that there's not going to have like Frank West in it, or maybe they will. Yeah. I don't know. At some point, yeah, who they knows? like to do their weird crossover stuff. Uh, we got more Last Guardian things. We got a collector's edition for um, what was it? The Shadow, Shadow of Colossus, Colossus remastered. Yep. What's in that? Uh, it has a bunch of stuff. Uh, it has a map, foldout map, uh, stickers, postcards. Uh, main thing is DLC, like different skins and weapon skins and stuff for yep. your, your character and your horse. Um, and uh, Steelbook case. Yeah. I uh, mean, I'll, I'll get it just for the Steelbook case pretty much. Big Steelbook fan. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got a VR experience set in the world of Last Guardian. I don't care. I didn't I didn't play Last Guardian. I'm not. I, I got like halfway through it and didn't finish it. Yeah. Um, we got Wipeout VR coming. That's actually really exciting. It's a free update for the Wipeout like Omega collection that has all the different Wipeout games. So it should be cool. I feel like it's gonna if you can handle it, murder you yeah, <laughs> to play that. If your brain can handle it, then that should be a lot of fun. Um, and let's see what else. Uh, we got Firewall First Contact, a team-based four v four tactical first-person shooter. That looked really interesting uh, for to PSVR. Me. And it will use the aim controller. Yes. It, it looked like Rainbow Six VR. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, I'm down for this. This is cool. Yeah. It's a four versus four uh, tactical shooter coming out using the VR. Uh, I, this will be the first real, like, real co-op game that I've seen come out for that. Um, and I'm, like, stoked. It yeah. looked really good. I'm very, very interested in that. Uh, one thing that also got announced before PSX, uh, which is intriguing to me at least. I'm not sure if Joe heard about it because I forgot to mention it to him before the show. You see that Farpoint got uh, like a multiplayer thing? No. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I have to pull it up. <coughs> but yeah, so Farpoint multiplayer. Yeah, it got announced earlier this week. I think it might be out now. Yeah, multiplayer co-op. Yeah. Yeah, upload VR and other members of the media. Yeah, so it's getting a co-op. It doesn't say when. I don't believe, but that's still pretty cool. No, it's definitely cool. And is more likely to get me to possibly buy my own copy of it. Um I mean, I think you, at this point, you're going to want to get it just for the gun anyways. That's true. Because I'm I sure do. there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out that's going to use that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where was it? I'm not seeing any of the new articles about it. But it, it is a thing that's coming. 
Um, oh, yeah, no, it's PvP. That's what it is. Um, here we go. Farpoint for PSVR versus expansion pack releases today. So that is out now. Oh, neat. Um, it's exciting to bring you Farpoint versus expansion. The versus expansion is free for all Farpoint owners and features two new PvP modes that pit two players... Uh, with active PS Plus memberships against each other. In a unique twist, players can spawn enemy creatures from the planet and use them strategically to gain an advantage. Oh, that's cool. In addition to the new modes, the Versus expansion also includes three new player skins, 15 new weapons, which are also unlocked by gaining player and weapon XP. Um, so that's available now. Extra stuff for Farpoint. So cool. He gives me even more of a reason to pick that game up because I hadn't done it yet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll run through a couple of these other uh, announcements from the show, none of which I think we have really anything too concrete to go into. We got Knockout League. It's an arcade boxing game uh, that's coming for PSVR. That should be interesting. Yeah, that should be cool. Like, I there aren't any like punch really, out VR. Yeah, there aren't any really like super interactive things like that. I mean, there was some stuff on like PSVR worlds and demo discs and things, but um, that should be a lot of fun. We've got Concrete Genie. Uh, which is Pixelopolis' recently announced action-adventure title. Uh, that's just like a regular game. We've got a new BlazBlue cross-tag battle coming to PS4 in 2018. Are you a fan of the BlazBlue games? Uh, I like... Uh, like, they're they're interesting. They're never one that I was too into. Yeah. They're the same people also making the Dragon Ball Fighters. Which you're uh, a big fan of. Which yeah. I'm, I'm very more interested in that one. This one, uh, I don't, for some reason, has characters from Ruby in it, which is that Rooster Teeth yeah, anime, yeah. which I just, I, I tried really hard to understand why people enjoy that, but I don't. Can't get into insufferably it. insufferably bad. Yeah. And I can't understand why that fucking show is so popular enough to end up in a goddamn Blas Blue game. All right, we're, we're skipping past it because Joe's getting heated. He's getting, turning red. Ah. <laughs> Uh, we got a game called Jupiter and Mars. It's about space whales or something. I don't know. It looks kind of cute. Hooray. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be VR. So that like the fact that it looks the way that it does um, gives me like, you know, the little extra bit where I'm excited for it a little bit more than I would have otherwise been because it's VR. And so to kind of be in the world that they're creating, it looks really cool. I don't know what exactly it's going to be, but we'll see. I'm down to try most PSVR things at this point. Uh, we've also got a game called Donut County, uh, which to me looks like reverse Katamari, yeah. where instead of building up a giant ball, you are a hole in the ground and you have to swallow things into the hole and the hole gets bigger the more things you swallow up. But it's also puzzle-based and uh, it has Updog in it, Joe. What's up, dog? I got him. Hey. Um, Seriously, what's up, dog? Yeah. No, I know. I got you. No, no. What's up, dog? Yeah. Oh, what up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a it game. looked really good. I, I was... I, yeah, it looks I, cute. I, went, I was like, oh, this looks fun. Yeah, it looks cute. I like this. Uh, it makes me happy inside. <laughs> uh, we got a game called Tower 57, which the game uh, looks okay. It's like a top-down shooter walking around thing. Reminded me of Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That's what I thought when I watched the trailer. Uh, what I thought of the trailer was the jamming, jazzy song they had playing throughout it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was the more most interesting part. Um, but, you know, it's it looks like a fun little indie game, so I'm down for it. Uh, we've got an action RPG with roguelike elements called Moonlighter coming out uh, to PS4. And they showed that off during PSX. I don't know. It doesn't really look like anything too interesting to me. Uh, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality is coming to the PSVR. Um, I think it's the same one that's out now on like Oculus and Vive. Yeah. Just now coming to PSVR. I'm surprised it took this long. I know. That is surprising. Uh, I've got a game called Mulaka. It's a 3D action adventure game. Uh, looks like it's an indigenous character of something. I'm not really sure what it's going to be about, but it's coming. 
a game called Fantasy Strike, which is a 2D fighter. Not really sure. Yeah, what's it's made going by on. one of the creators of um, Street Fighter. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it has a very Street Fighter vibe to it. Yeah, it's basically him going like, "I'm going to make my own Street Fighter with blackjack and hookers." <laughs> you know what? Forget the blackjack and the <laughs> forget the fighters. I just want the blackjack. <laughs> yeah, just and give the me hookers. the blackjack and the hookers. Uh, we've also got a game called Children of Morta and Guns of Icarus Alliance, also coming to the PS4. Yeah, these are, this is more just stuff. yeah, random things. Um, there's also Patapon Two remastered is coming out. Uh, yeah, the the second day they announced a bunch more like more indie focused games i think i also missed saying uh, medieval remastered is also coming to the ps yep that's another thing uh they announced uh recently i think the next day they announced uh patapon 2 remastered and Super then Pub, uh, that game's great. a whole bunch of other indie games that nobody's really heard of the only one other one that i was interested in was uh a game called uh 20xx yep which is a roguelike like you know, Mega Man type game. They basically wanted to make Mega Man X, but they made it roguelike Mega Man X game. Uh, and then, yeah, j- just a whole bunch more random shit. I, I think they showed off also like Guacamelee too, but that got announced uh, a little yeah. while back. Well, Joe, speaking of Mega Man, it's time to start a lightning round, <clears throat> not lightning round. And since we've been going along with the other big things, we're going to try to make this as lightning roundy as possible. Um, but starting off our lightning round, lightning round, we got a whole bunch of Mega Man announcements at the beginning of the week, which was we? really surprising because I was under the impression that Mega Man was officially dead at this point. Well, I knew that there was a like a conference or like a live stream that Capcom was doing because they had sent out a bunch of letters to uh, like websites. They, and yeah, stuff. they they did. They had something before, and they. Had they were like, yeah, hey, we're gonna have like a, a press conference thing with Bob. Yeah, and um, I remember people got really excited because they were like, oh my god, Mega Man stuff, and then they didn't announce anything at it. What? The, the, this was this was before. Oh, this, this is before. Yeah, yeah this yeah. was before. They had a thing where they were like, yeah, we're we're gonna have this conference, and everyone got really excited. Uh, and then they just they didn't announce anything. They're just like, hey, you know, yeah. stuff. And but uh, this time, and, and it was a kind of thing where Mega Man fans the world over were like, "Holy shit!" Like Capcom's gonna have a Mega Man announcement thing. Hooray! This is gonna be awesome. And then they had a conference, and nothing happened, and everyone kind of just was just like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> my soul!" It yeah. got killed. And then out of nowhere, they came out and they uh, announced that they are making uh, Mega Man Eleven. Yes, which is it's side scrolly, but with. 3D assets. Yes. So it looks like a new Super Mario Brothers style of game. Um, I mean, okay. So this is the weird part about this. It looks like Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> it does. And a lot of people immediately made the comparisons. They're like, wow, this sucks because it looks like Mighty Number no. 9. But it looked like Mega Man. Yeah. This is, this is the weird part because, yeah, there was a, a lot of very conflicting feelings. First of all, and personally also, I think it looks pretty terrible. I don't like the 3D graphics aspect of it. It just doesn't work for Mega Man. It it doesn't work for any of these games. I always hate it. Even the new Super Mario Brothers? That's really kind of the only one that it did work for, I'll admit. Yeah. But But that's the the exception, not the rule. Yeah. Uh, Like... The uh, there's that bloodstained ritual of the night game, which is like the spiritual successor to Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yep, I remember the same thing. Like I, I looked at that and I saw the 3D graphics and, and everything. And I went, oh god, it looks so ugly. Yeah, because the sprite animation for a lot of these games looks, it's the, the sprites look great. Yeah, and it's and what I love you expect. The sprite, yeah, and yeah. it's it's what you're so accustomed to. Yeah, like uh, the Mega Man Samus Returns. 
Good game, really good game. Mega Man Samus Returns. Or, uh, Metroid know. Samus yeah, Returns. I know what you're saying. Metroid Samus Returns. Great game. Played really well. Yeah. I couldn't stand the 3D graphics of a, like the side scroller. It just doesn't blend well. It, yeah. Like the sprite based animation lends itself so much better. And like Mega Man, you know, nine and ten, they did the like we're going back to the original sprite like yeah. animation thing. Nine was good. Ten was bad. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but they were like, we're going back to like the original sprite animation and you know, people were like, okay, cool. Like, all right, we like this, but we kind of wanted something a little bit more new. I kind of wish they just did like a new sprite, like new sprites for this. Yeah. You know, not like we, you don't have to do it like the classic style. You don't have to do it. Mega Man X, but just Just do something new, but still have it be sprite based because the 3d just, it always looks so awkward to me. The, and once again, same with the Samus, like I'm sure the gameplay is going to be great, but it just didn't work very well. It it didn't blend into the environments the, the right way. Something about like the Mario is that Mario looked like he belonged in the world. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, when I watched this trailer, it looked like, you know, the character was running in front of like a green screen kind of thing. Yeah. I see. I didn't have so much of a problem with the, um, with the look of it. My thing is that anytime you do a new one of these side scrolly games, it all depends on like the physics and the jumping and like does it feel yeah, like Yeah, or the controls the, the properly tight. Yeah, and if it feels like Mega Man, I think while you may not enjoy the aesthetic, you'll get over it cuz the game feels yeah. good. Yeah, like Metroid did. Yeah. So I, I didn't like the aesthetic, but the game the gameplay felt right. And I'm sure it's going to be exact or I'm at least I'm hoping it's going to be exactly that. Yeah. But I you know part of me was hoping that we would more get the uh, well, I'm not really hoping because I didn't know this was coming until it came. Yeah. But if it was going to be coming, I would I would have hoped for more of a like Sonic Mania. Yeah. You know, that's a good example. Sonic Mania, great. Sonic Four when they did the 3D real, side scrolling one, real bad, real bad. Well, no, but also Sonic that game was sprite based. No, Sonic Four was uh, 3D. Huh. Like 3D character models. Oh, see, I didn't play it because I heard how bad it was. Yeah, but also that was just bad and didn't feel right. Yeah, we'll see. They also announced that that uh, the Mega Man X collection is coming to all the platforms. Yes. Um, so that's cool. Yep. Mega Man uh, X collection. Um, and then also Mega Man collection one and two are coming to the, the Switch. Switch. Yep. And so, all of that is also coming out for Switch. So if you got your yeah. Switch, you're going to have a hell of a lot of Mega Man coming out. So much now, Mega Man. going back to what I was talking about in the beginning. All the way to the beginning? Not the beginning what? of this, but the beginning <laughs> of this segment. This is good because... Everyone pretty much assumed Mega Man was dead at this point. Yeah. Because there was like three, they were working on like three Mega Man games and they canceled all of them and they were just like, yep, we're done. They're like, not doing anymore. Like, you'll get some compilations and stuff like that. We, yeah. You know, they did the Mega Man Legacy Collection and those went out, but everyone just kind of assumed that Mega Man was dead. And then Mighty Number no. 9 came along and everyone was like, oh my God, we're finally getting, you know, it might not be Mega Man, but we're finally getting Mega Man, and then that ended up turning into the colossal shitstorm that it turned into. Yep. So, like Tyler uh, from our wrestling podcast, he is a huge, huge Mega Man fan. Yeah, he lost his shit on Monday. He was super excited. Yeah, he was super, super excited. And I first thing I saw when I saw that happen, I texted him, and he was you know freaking out, going like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited!" Because he thought he was never getting a Mega Man. Yeah, he game. said, he, "I can't believe they did it." Yeah. I didn't think they would do it, and they did it. Yeah, and the thing that he's thinking now is, oh my god! Like I, when I was talking to him, and he was saying, he said, "Oh my god, this has to be good." Otherwise, because it's dead. if it's not and it yeah. doesn't sell, this this is the end of Mega Man. <laughs> it's 
dead. It's over. So he said, this has to be good. He's yeah. basically putting it all on this. Letting it all, letting it ride. Hopefully it doesn't come up snake eyes. So yeah, that was all the Mega Man announcements from Monday. Lightning round uh, on Wednesday, I believe, uh, we got the announcement of a new bridge constructor game, this time featuring Portal. <clears throat> And not just like it's using portals, but it's using like the game portal. It's got GLaDOS and it's got the little robots and it's got Aperture Science written all over it. And it looks like fun. It's bridge constructor, but there's also portals and like the little trailer is very short, but it shows the truck. It drives off the edge and it goes through a portal and it comes and out. Another like, oh, my portal God, he's top. driving off the edge. He's going to die. Yep. And then it shows bridge constructor stuff. So I'm totally down. I love bridge constructor style games. Yep. I haven't played this particular bridge constructor like series, but I love those kinds of games. Those like, you know, bridge constructory uh, things and I love portal. So let's add them all together and see what we get. I'm sure it'll be a fun tongue in cheek. Oh, hilarious. Damn, should be interesting. I yep. can't wait to like shoot trucks all over the place. Yep. Cakes alive, companion cubes, the whole deal. It's all, let's do it. So that's coming out um, on PC and mobile on the Ooh, 20th mobile. of December. So just in a couple of weeks and then it'll be coming to consoles, including the switch uh, in early 2018. So, Neat. Look forward to that. That should be really fun. Lightning round. We've got a new game from the director of her story called Hashtag War Games, based kind of oh, around. Is it actually called Hashtag War Games? Uh, that's everything I've seen is the hashtag in front uh, of it. Uh, but it's based around the 1983 phenomenal movie starring Matthew Broderick called War Games, which makes me think they missed the point of War Games, which is the only winning move is not to play. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's the thing. We, you just you buy it and then you just put it on your shelf and never play it. You, you don't win. play it. Yeah, that's how you win is you just never put it in the system. Um, or if you have to have zero gameplay hours. And if you do that for X amount of time, not actually playing it, you get a platinum trophy. Um, no, I don't know. It's Everybody it's, that doesn't buy the game all of a sudden wakes up one day and they have a platinum trophy. And they're like, congratulations, you beat War Games. That would be really funny. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's called an interactive series. I mean, anybody that knows or saw anything about her story, it just looks like you're going to be kind of you are directing where the game goes. It's like a choose your own adventure of sorts. And it's all about hacking and the world of like computers and stuff like that. So I don't know. Not too much is known about it right now, but I love the movie war games. So we'll see what the game is like. Uh, Did you play the PlayStation one game? No, it was like a strategy tactical RPG. That makes sense. That like took place in the future. And it was like the, the robot what was it's called like hamburger or something like that. What? What was the name of the robot in Jonathan? Why did I think it was called hamburger? I have no idea. There was something about hamburgers, but anyways, the, the <laughs> are you ro- hungry? Maybe uh, <laughs> the the robot like it, it's basically Terminator. Like yeah, it, it like creates war machines and it, it becomes like this weird tactical game where you're fighting like walking mechs and stuff. Huh. And I just remember like I rented it from a. a fucking blockbuster way back then going like what the hell did they make a game out of this movie yeah and playing it going like what the fuck is going on no uh war games the movie where's matthew broderick <laughs> yeah war games the movie famous for making kids think that if they got good at computers they could change their grades <laughs> to from from d's to a's just by being good at computers uh but yeah that's coming out in 2018 uh something else that's coming out in 2018 is assassin's creed rogue getting a re-release that was the playstation 3 xbox 360 uh Assassin's Creed game that came out the exact same time as Unity, Unity um, and was notoriously bad from all parties considered, I guess. No, Unity was bad. Rogue was good. 
Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I Unity was, was a, a clusterfuck, but yeah. Rogue was actually good. But nobody played it because, because everybody it wanted to play. Gen. Yeah, everyone yeah. wanted to play the new one on the new gen. Uh, so that's coming out on Xbox uh, One and PS4 sometime in 2018. Joe, you're excited about getting that, I assume. Yeah, because this is the one that's more like uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Black, Black Flag. Flag. Yeah, which because it's loved a, Black Flag. It's a sequel to Black Flag, is it not? Uh, I don't. Uh, I think it's actually. Technically? A, I think it's a prequel, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that'll give you because you never got to play it because it was last gen, right? Pretty much. I like I bought it, but it just like that. I said I I, I bought it and I was like, but I want to play the Xbox One one. Why yeah. do I want to play this old 360 game? Exactly. Um, all right. So lightning round. We got. We already announced the Devil May Cry collection. We talked about that a little bit earlier. So we're gonna skip over that to more lightning round stuff of Mario Rabbids getting multiplayer. Is that gonna make you go back to that game? I still want to go back to it at some point. It's just other stuff came along. Yeah. But uh, that in particular isn't like, it's cool, but it's not the part that I'm like, I got to go back and play this. Yeah. So it's going to be basically, you know, you're playing against other people on specialty maps and there's like different ways and stuff to play. It is interesting. That yeah. It is a cool thing. And it's something we didn't know was coming. Yeah. It was kind of a surprise. So yeah, Mario Rabbids multiplayer coming to I that I want to see whose strategy is better. Yeah, who could possibly be a better strategeries? Uh, Lightning round. This is a weird one because turns out they're getting remastered Wii games being released on the Nvidia Shield, which is a Android-based gaming system, but only in China. So the games I saw was like, um, it's weird because like also why is it not in Japan? I don't know. It's probably something. What makes Some me think sort of is licensing thing that or this is like the test for putting them on the Switch. Oh, oh um, yeah. So you test it in some place that maybe doesn't have the Switch, and you then would put it on the Switch. The games I saw was Twilight Princess, um, Mario Galaxy. Uh, I forget all the other ones, but yeah. I, I mean, mean, if they come for the Switch, I'm down. Yeah, me too, because I didn't get to really play those games because I didn't have them. One of the many people who did not have a Wii, or yeah. the few people rather, did not have a Wii. Uh, but yeah, it's still intriguing enough to see that well, those I had games a Wii, but are coming. It, it did. But, like, the games those that are coming out for this are the only ones that you would have wanted to play on it exactly. anyway. So, and those will be remastered without, assumedly, waggle controls. Oh, please, God. So, that should be fun. Uh, lightning round. We got an announcement of a pending announcement. This is, like, the teaser for the teaser. Um, that a new Tomb Raider is going to be coming to be announced in 2018. They had said that they're changing up their release strategy here with this one where they're when they actually do the official reveal of the game you'll be able to play it very soon after it's kind of like the fallout 4 uh, model of like we're going to tell you at e3 and then in september you're going to be able to play it yeah. is most likely what we're going to get um the hint and clues in that reveal was that if you look at the official press release the first letter of every sentence in that spells out the word shadow which uh, hints at what has long been rumored to be the name of the third game in this new Tomb Raider franchise, which is Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Hedgehog, the Tomb Raider. Yeah, Shadow of the Hedgehog, X Tomb of the Raider. Colossus. Yeah, X Tomb Raider. Um, but yeah, I mean the Tomb Raider movie is coming out next year, so even though they're not going to be, you know, involved necessarily, it's not obviously going to be that story or anything like that. That movie is very closely based from the looks of it on this new reboot of Tomb Raider. So well, yeah, it would make sense. One. Yeah, it would make sense that the new game in that franchise is coming. So more on that, I'm sure I'm sure at E3 or next year, but Shadow of the Tomb Raider looks to be coming out sooner rather than later. Uh, lightning round, Pokemon Go's getting Gen 3 Pokemon. Who's your favorite Gen 3 Pokemans? Um Cinderquill. 
What kind of Pokemons is that? Take a guess. Uh, rock based. No. Uh, quill based. It's a fire based uh, porcupine. Oh, I was thinking cinder blocks, not like cinder. Like, cinder flame. Yeah, no. I was thinking cinder blocks. Nope. Fire based porcupine. There you go. Yep. Favorite one. Um, are you? Is it, does bet, that make you want to play Pokemon Go again? Open it. Fuck up. Yeah, that could be. You could be wrong because <laughs> we're on like Gen twelve now or something. I don't Jesus. remember. <laughs> Let's see. It's more Cinder like Quill. Uh, Cyndaquil. Oh, yeah. I know this one. This is, yeah. I yeah know he's an one. adorable little bastard. He looks like an anteater, but he's got uh, fire Fires spines. on his back. Yeah. Does it say what gen he is? Uh, he's number 155. So is that gen 2? Uh, yeah, he must be gen 2. Then. Unbelievable. I fucked up. Boo. Yeah, he's Gen 2. You suck. There's a lot of... There's like 900 Pokemans What do you now. not know Pokemon, you idiot? Ugh, I'm a failure. You're so stupid. Um, all right, well then, I guess you'll have to think about that, and you'll have to come back later and tell us what your favorite Gen 3 Pokemon is. And I'll forget to ask you, lightning round! An expansion for Dying Light is coming, Joe. Yes. Can you tell us what that's about? Uh, they're trying to capitalize on the whole uh, uh, Battle Royale craze. That's, that's is that a thing people now. like, Battle Royale games? Yeah, it turns out that uh, they sell quite well. Oh, pretty popular, are they? Uh, who knew? Who would have thought? Yeah, uh, this one's a little bit different, though. It's it's not going for the giant battles like the other ones, not yeah. like 100 people like in uh, Fortnite Battle Royale or uh, PUBG. This one is just going to be six people uh, fighting, but you are still also contending with the hordes and hordes of zombies that came in the regular Dying Light game. Well, if you took the zombies out, it wouldn't be Dying Light, so I guess yeah. that's cool. And it's so, a different spin on the you yeah. know, Battle so Royale. So now genre. it's just six people running around the map trying to hunt each other down while also contending with hordes of zombies hmm. chasing him everywhere did you play dying light yes very gonna, good i liked it a lot you gonna play this uh maybe okay i mean it depends on how good it is but as of right now you know i feel like i'd rather play PUBG or Fortnite. yeah over that yeah and PUBG's coming real yeah. soon and Couple PUBG days. also is gonna have its own zombie mode coming soon oh there you go yeah so take that dying light too late to the party yeah all right, so uh, unless, Joe, you have anything else. I think that was everything. Let me just double check and see if I had anything else. Double check it. Uh, there was the new Five Nights at Freddy's came out. We talked about last week how they It was were, coming by yeah. the end of 2017. Yeah, and uh, it turns out like two days later, it ended up coming out on, I think the actually the day after the podcast came out, came out on that Tuesday. There you go. Um, and it's uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Pizzeria Simulator, I think it was called. Sweet, Pizza Sims. Yeah. Is this like overcooked then? You're just making pizza? Uh, you know, I honestly, I didn't care enough to actually look into it. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing needs to go away. I'm done with it. Yeah. It's a Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator. Wow. That sounds awful. Yep. All right, then. Well, I think that's going to do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week. And I think that was the most lightning roundy thing we've ever done. So good on us for this week. But uh, that'll also wrap up the episode, which means it's time for me to go into the spiel about all the things that I need to say at the end of each episode. Things like you can listen to this as well as our wrestling main event podcast. Um, this show goes up every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods so you can tell us what you thought of the Game Awards, which was your favorite award that wasn't given out but was given out at some point. Uh, did you agree with Zelda being the game of the year? Seriously, the the best RPG award was just like, he was like, oh yeah, best RPG went to Persona. 
That's pretty cool, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, did you really care what the persona people had to say about accepting that award? Still, I feel like RPG is a bigger thing that deserves actual recognition as opposed to just Jeff Keighley coming out and being like, uh, yeah. I guess people like Persona, huh? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you thought of the Game Awards, what you thought of the reveals and the trailers. Did you think Zelda was Game of the Year? You can let us know on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods, or you can let us know on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Broken Clock Pods, where we post memes and episodes and all kinds of fun stuff that we think. Trailers for movies that have come out, like Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom or the new Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, uh, which we also put up there on Facebook and Twitter. So uh, follow those, like those, share those, subscribe to the show. Um, and that's gonna do it I think I think that's all the things I gotta say at the end but once again for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast my name is Adam and I'm Joe and thanks so much for listening bye